Okay, so we are ready for our song. I really, 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 really want to share this mosquito news with our listeners. So we we should, but like, what? Wait, hold on. Is this season four? What the fuck are we doing? Is this the first episode of season four? Season four. This yeah. is the second chat, and we are your hosts, Mo and Liz. Oh my god! This been oh my god! It's been so long. We haven't recorded. This feels so good. Oh my god! We haven't heard you say that. Okay, we're just like making sounds as usual. Sorry, yeah, guys. We still don't have a jingle, and we're we're still not sorry. Tell us about your mosquito bite drama. Oh, I'm like, I've been itching this whole time, like since the very beginning of my press record on this. So, <laughs> uh, so I have a trillion mosquito bites. And what I was going to tell you is that somebody told me that you should put an X in them with your nails, like, and that would stop the itching. And that did like help a little bit, but it never doesn't fully. Nope. Never worked for me. Oh, you've heard that before? Yeah, I've done that before, but it like never, it's oh. like, a, it's like a quick second thing, but it doesn't like fix the problem. Right. You're me. like, oh, we're, oh no, just kidding. No, it doesn't work at all. <laughs> Telling you, super glue. Try it. You won't no. be, well, be careful though. If you've scratched them until they're like an open, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but seriously, like if you've like scratched the skin off enough, like be careful that you don't like. All right. I really appreciate looking out that it should be made clear. If it's an open wound, <laughs> don't pour super glue into your mosquito bite. But if it's yeah. still fresh, no blood, then you can go ahead and lather up <laughs> the super glue. Yeah. Or the clear nail nail polish, and then it will the itch will be no more. I'm like I'm like literally looking for clear nail nail, nail polish. Well, I mean you nail. could use like red if you wanted to. It's just you know it's more obvious. True, true. I won't be showing off my dogs at work anytime soon though. So that might be okay. <laughs> might be okay. Just do bright pink. Oh, that is a good idea. So I just I want to give like a big ass shout out first and foremost to just like a couple of ladies out there um, who just like this week even just like serendipitously sent me some really cool shit. So my badass friend Regine sent me this cool cat necklace. (laughs) Bet you didn't think I was going there, but I did. And Eric's lovely sister, Kristen, sent me um, a badass intersectional feminist shirt and it arrived today, which how fucking crazy is that when this is the first time we've recorded in forevs and it was like, sort of like, boom, like empowering, you know? I love that so much. Isn't that cool? So yeah. thanks, Kristen. Thanks, Regine. And then like holler to you, Mo, because I've missed you and I'm so happy to be here with you. <laughs> I miss you too. I've got to do the same thing because uh, my my bestie, Erin, um, it's our birthday on Friday. We share the <gasps> same birthday, which is like real fun when you share a birthday with a bestie. And she sent me this fucking incredible gem of a book. Um, it's by Angela Garbs. It's called Like a Mother, A Feminist Journey Through the Science and Culture of Pregnancy. And it's like fucking everything. It is everything I have. Oh my God, that's perfect. Yeah. And then her sister, Megan, is like the best. And she sent me a box with this book on nursing, um, like figuring out it's like a whole like encyclopedia on breastfeeding and some nursing pads that are her favorite.
favorite, which like just arrived perfectly because I was debating like which ones I wanted to buy and had not communicated that to her. She just like somehow intuitively knew that and was like, you want these and sent them to me. And Man, then women are so cool. I know. And then she sent me this really rad book called Birthing from Within that's written by um, a midwife named Pam England. And Pam England was the midwife that delivered Aaron, my bestie. Oh my Isn't God. Isn't that just the coolest? Wow. We really do. I mean, yours are way better, but we really do have some cool serendipitous, lovely woman moments. That's we, so we've cool. We've got some cool, some super cool. Oh yeah. And shout, I don't actually, I'm not going to use her name because I don't know if like wants me to do that, but shout out to my high school pal, a, a girl who I knew in high school and we had like lost touch after high school. She's had three kids and she um, was like, Hey, I've had medicated and unmedicated births. I've had like all these different situations happen in all three of my labors and deliveries. Like if you have any questions, let me know. And was like the best at giving advice. It was just so cool and so needed. So anywho, yeah. So do you want to do like an official, a fish announcement about the status of your womb? Sure. So the, <laughs> my so womb status. Oh my God. Started? Oh my God. So somebody that I know, um, from like a, a long time ago as well, who I'm friends with on Facebook, she's pregnant right now. And she's been using the hashtag the womb where it happens. Ah! And I just <laughs> love it. I wish I had, like, I saw it and I was like, oh, God damn it. That's so fucking good. I wish I came up with it. I like, really wish you did too. I know. Like, I'm fucking friends with that girl. Right? So, <laughs> so, cool. so in this womb, so I am officially 34 weeks pregnant. Holy shit. I know. Baby is due within the next four to six weeks. So we are on, we are like kind of on baby watch. This weekend we have to pack our, uh, our hospital bag and shit. It's kind of crazy. Oh my God. That just like actually brought me to tears. I just, wow. That's a big moment. And for those of you who actually like, if anyone actually listened in consecutive order, like maybe your minds are blown because it was just like la di 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 season three, shittily boodily bop. Yeah, I think like, I, no, I announced that I was pregnant, right? I announced that I was pregnant like at the end of season three. Yeah, I feel like I did. Did you? If not, surprise! <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I just can't remember. So surprise again, even if you already knew, it's not a surprise. <laughs> oh my goodness so wow packing the hospital bag is really yeah. amazing so I'm glad to hear that there's some like amazing women like so close like in the clutch bringing some amazing like support and resources to you right now oh, yeah. so awesome. people are just like coming out of the woodwork and you and everybody everybody's just being like so many women are so supportive and incredible I just am so I'm like so supported and loved and it's still it's just crazy it just blows me away every day so it's been an awesome like last seven months can you um tell our chuggernauts uh how at least um your baby has been identified gender wise in the womb yes so so i we are having a female sexed child a, a, like child of the female sex I know. Sorry, I, know. So, I can't help but be excited about that, even if, you know, whatever happens post-womb. <laughs> totally. We have, we have no idea how she will want to identify, if she will even be her preferred pronoun or not, you know, 
but it's still, it, it like really warms the cockles of my heart to know that like I'm bringing <laughs> feminist into the world. I'm very excited. Hell yes. And oh my God. So I'm sure that people remember when we debriefed, debriefed about Hamilton um, almost a year ago, like yeah. I guess at this point, which is so crazy. And you just like, I mean, how crazy is this that it was like almost exactly um, a year ago to the end of July and your daughter is due in July and you just bought what at Hamilton? Dude, what? Wait a minute. What, what did you the drinks. Not the drinks, by the way. <laughs> no, I bought, I bought a onesie at Hamilton. Was it like a, the 26th or something? Let me go back and see. Okay, I'm due the 19th and that would just be like fucking crazy. It's not, it was not the 19th for sure. I knew it was after. I think it was. So it was exactly a week after. So the 27th. Um, la oh no, that's 2016. Whoa. <laughs> I went a little too far. Okay, hold on. Uh, the 26th. So exactly a, exactly a week after you're due, which is fucking wild. Yeah, that's super wild. That's probably about when she'd potentially be able to, like, you know, put on, like, a onesie. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I got um, the Young, Scrappy, and Hungry onesie, and that's what I gave to the <laughs> hubs when I told him that I was pregnant. <laughs> I know, it was awesome. I just love it so much. <laughs> yeah, so, like, that will be, we're going to have, so this season, we're kind of heading back to, like, our old roots. We're going to kind of... roots! We're going to talk to each other a lot more and kind of do some pop culture -y stuff. Last, the season three was fucking amazing and we had so many queens and it was so great and we had so much fun, but we were like, you know, we want to get back to chatting with each other for a minute. So our roots, did our, roots. <laughs> our, our, our chatty roots, our chatty roots and our sound making roots. Like, I mean, I can't really just like make a bunch of weird songs and sounds when I'm interviewing other people, yeah, especially like, especially people I'm like super intimidated by. So like, it's not that we're going to take away that element, but like right now we're going to do some more like, Hey, this is what's up. What's going on. Maybe some true confession status. What was our song for that? Mm. Oh, I couldn't stop singing Sister, Sister. True. Confessions. <laughs> oh my gosh. So true confession, actually. Perfect timing for us to sing that little, little ditty. Um, we watched 13 Reasons Why season two and yeah, we, we kind of regret it. <laughs> no, I guess we should start with saying that like, if you have not watched it and you intend to turn this the fuck off now, because we can't talk about it without all the spoilers, all of them. Spoiler alert! Like, okay. made, like woo, woo, woo! <laughs> that was my spoiler siren. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> it's like sort of mild, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not it's because too big of a bummer if you're if you're slow. I just, yeah, I mean, and that's kind of how I feel about this. Is like I don't give a shit about it. It was so. I guess we should just jump into it. It was thirteen yeah. hours of pure hell. <laughs> you're like it was whatever. It was thirteen hours of pure hell. I that mean, we okay, that's a little bit. Okay, let me finish. Let me, let me, let me, I'm gonna finish. It was 13 hours of pure hell 
that we needed to, <laughs> that we forgot entirely and needed to pull a summary up of because <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, we fit because what I finished it. What was it last week? It would have been last week, right? Because you were in town. So and then and you finished it the week before me. Yeah, and so, so much has happened in the last two weeks that I'm just like, what? I don't even know what happened. But I guess this might be the the right time to it also like not just like prove that I'm not really a credible source when it comes to like knowing what I'm watching because of what happened when are you gonna I, tell the story maybe should you do you want to tell part of it <laughs> I mean we'll start where I knew something was wrong <laughs> <laughs> oh that's true actually this will be perfect because we haven't de debriefed like how uh we were so we were both Okay, we were both like, oh my God. I texted her and was like, I'm going to watch season, um, episode one, season two of 13 Reasons Why. And she's like, oh my God, I just sat down to start it as well. So we were like, I thought, and she thought live texting. We were like live tweeting it to each other, we thought anyway. Yeah, so this is funny because we haven't debriefed yet, like where, because I also, of course, had a moment like, wait, are we watching the same thing? <laughs> so, okay, what was your. So like during the first episode, they, or it might be the second one. Fuck, I don't remember. I think it was the first one. They, they basically do a recap of like where everybody is now, you know, cause it's been like five months since, since Hannah died and. And, and people's it, hair changed and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, lots of hair changes. That was how they just like decided to show that time had passed was they were like, I'll do that. And cut their hair. Like that's. And, um, and it showed her mom, Hannah's mom, like at the gun range and like kind of, and I was like, Ooh, so I texted Liz and I was like, I'm interested to see where they go with mom. I had like kind of forgotten about mom. And you were like, yeah, but like, it was clear. Like you, you were like, what do you mean? And I was like, Oh, like her at the gun range. And you were like, yeah. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then it, um, later we found out that you and I weren't watching the same thing. Okay. All right. So <laughs> that's funny too, because you're like, okay, it was immediate that I realized that we were not on the same page, <laughs> but I'm like mostly tweeting like, <laughs> or texting, I suppose. The funny part is that I was like, this is so terrible. And I'm talking all kinds of shit about it and making fun of it. And you know, like a good episode and a half in, I realized I was watching season one over again <laughs> instead of. <laughs> it's really like my favorite though that you didn't notice. I mean, okay, this is like, this is the only way I'm going to defend myself is that I was at least for part of it, like cooking during it. Yeah. So there was a bit of distraction, but other than that, I truly have no excuse because I, I literally was saying to Eric, I was like, why are they pulling scenes from the last one? Like, this is, I was like, this is so fucking stupid. Why would they do this? Because that's just like, and then like put it out of order and be confusing. And I was like, the mom just seems exactly the same. <laughs> then, of course, then of course, as soon as it's fixed, like, yeah, the mom's at the gun range immediately. I'm like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> My favorite though, too, is that, you didn't even tell me. It was Eric that texted me and was like, we've been watching season one. And I was like, shut up. No, That's of course. Amazing. No, the second, the second he realized that I made that mistake, he's like, I'm texting Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like I did not get a choice in like whether I shared that with you or not. I was just like, all right, it's already done. So <laughs> I just loved it though. Cause I was like, Oh God, well that makes sense. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, that sure is embarrassing. However, um, you know, I guess it was like a good reminder of what their hair was like in the first right. season versus right. what it was like in the second season for a hemplo. Alex, is that his name? The like yeah. kind of metrosexual, like super sexy guy. Cause I sort of like metrosexual. Like that, the, kid, the kid who shoots himself at the end of the first one. Yeah. With the bleached yeah. hair, but he yeah. no longer has bleached hair in the second one. Yeah. Because That's he's the biggest change and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So what, uh, what, uh, did you hate so much about season two? So, Where do we even begin? <laughs> I mean, the, so season one had like caught a lot of flack because it was, I mean, it was basically like, if you want to kill yourself, here's how you can do it. And made it seem look, like it glamorized it majorly and made it seem super cool. And, and the second season, I was sort of like, oh, cool. Like, maybe they're going to be better about that. And I guess their definition of better was, like, putting a disclaimer at the end of every episode that was like, if you need help, go to this website, we meet. I know. Like, oh, also, like, what I told you about what they added, they added those, like, round table discussions or whatever after they got so much bullshit from the first season they added one for which i still haven't watched actually we should be watching them but uh maybe we can do that on that um jackrabbit thing or whatever yeah but anyway i know that they did that for season one they did that uh discussion um in response kind of to the bullshit that they were getting and then i think they just automatically added it to season two of which i have not watched that either because i was getting so annoyed by the messaging because you know it's just like like let's just jump right in like for example like i i feel like they're just trying like in response to getting so much crap for how they dealt with suicide and and even rape in some ways in the last season they tried to tackle every issue in a big way related to teenagers. You know, it's yeah. like, like Clay's in a new relationship, but he's not over his like dead ex-girlfriend. But now he's like with someone bipolar who like a couple episodes in just like has to go to the mental hospital and like, and it, like never comes oh. back. Yeah. Like, what was that? Like, what was the point of that? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't understand the whole point of, of their relationship period because it was like, yeah. It showed her kind of breaking down and him obviously not understanding that. And then like the, the piece that I did not like about that is that it, she basically hung her entire self-worth on whether or not he wanted to fuck her. And like, yeah, just drove me crazy. Cause I was like, like, I get it. So, so this is something that like is an overarching thing that like, I keep coming back around, around and around to thinking about this show. Like, do we, as thinking about it as someone who's like, I don't know, I'd like not as someone, but like when we are creating media that is directly targeting high school students or like youth, the youths, do we, do we make something, do we create the world as it should be? Or do we show them how it is and try to give them the tools to make it better. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's the rate? I don't, and I don't know. Which one, which one of these do you think they're trying to do? I think they were like trying to show it how it is. 
and yeah. not how it should be. Because in, in, in saying like, well, you know, rejection does make people want to kill themselves. Well, sure. But, but should we, should we be highlighting that as an experience that, that we want to like a narrative that we want to uplift and then give no explanation for it? Because that was one yeah. that they didn't ever talk to her. Like they showed her being like, I'm okay now that I'm not around. Right. She like came out like it was the end of a play. Like she walked on stage with the spotlight and sang her like final song. Like oh, I'm on medication. Really? And, and like okay. skipped off into the yeah. room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, I mean, it's like, it, like that is certainly a narrative that, that is very important to, to unpack and to talk about, especially with kids that are like, and like coming into sexual maturity. But, but is that what we wanted to show here? You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I, don't, I yeah. don't know what the right answer is for that, but I kept thinking that for like all of it, but you yeah. know, rapist. Well, right. Cause there was too much. There's too yeah. much. They're trying to like, maybe if they had stuck to one or two things then I don't know maybe they could have done them better but it just it did feel like they were trying to incorporate just so many different things that yeah. it just I felt like none of them they were all they all felt sort of glossed over right or yeah. to me yeah. I don't know to me yeah and it seemed like because the first one was 13 hours long that they were like well we have to make another 13 hours and I guess to fill that <laughs> time you know you have to fucking make up you have to have a lot of shit because to me like the the like campus sexual assault and suicide the two of them would have been like more than enough like the trial and how that affected everybody and how her suicide changed exactly it's like that's fucked up enough <laughs> the story yeah oh, and those are the moments that like I found to be to hit me like the moment where the the um school counselor is on the stand and he he was like the only character yeah. at the end of it who truly came full circle and had a realization of what he did in the situation and how he could make it better and that he was intending to i think everybody else was just like well we're still here <laughs> and it was like you know it was like especially hannah Oh, I fucking can't that you see her. I fucking can't. No, I can't. Either. I was irate when I saw her the first time. You like, sound irate. I mean, I'm annoyed too, for sure. Because it's just like it's it's amplifying what they did last time with like giving somebody a voice after they've died. It's like you literally have her like fought fo like following him around like Casper the friendly fucking ghost. Actually, Casper the like macabre. Macabre. Yeah, macabro. He's macabre in Spanish, macabro. <laughs> anyway. <what? laughs> I mean, she is. She's she's super dark and like weird and kind of like stone cold creepy. But it it was I hated it because it was like yeah, and they they really I think the only reason why they even showed her was so that Clay could be like, you left, you have no voice now. And it was like, eh, you're trying to like retroactively correct what you did in the first season by still it's doing it. Yeah, it's not and working. It's not working. Yeah. It's not freaking working at all. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, like with how I would also say like with how triggering they made um, the rape in the yeah. first season. I don't even know if it was really a good choice, like to have him be such a central character in the second. Like I get that they're like, oh, it's showing that like 
potentially justice is possible, even though not really. Um, <laughs> but I didn't really want to see him again. Yeah, I mean, that, so the, the whole potentially justice, like, that whole situation was kind of what brought me to the, like, what, what do we choose to show people who are fine, you know, could and, and may find them, or have already found themselves in this situation? Like, do we show them that the system is exactly how we saw it, which is that he'd get a month of probation, like, that was exactly what would happen to him. He'd get a month of probation if he got anything. And because his parents were rich and he was just going to transfer schools and start the fuck over. And, um, you know, because his parents were going to buy new uniforms for the fucking baseball team. Like that is unfortunately a very real depiction, in my opinion, anyway. No, it totally is. It totally yeah, is. Yeah. Of like what would happen. But like. Yeah. I'm not saying that shouldn't happen, but just make him go away to the other yeah, school the, the immediately. Totally, but it's like. Do we show them that or should he have gone to fucking prison? And we say like, well, but he probably, you know, like, and, and we start the conversation like that's what should happen here. Like, uh, you know, like, the, I mean, they had that whole scene where like all the women in the show were like giving their me too moment, which was like weird and didn't fit anything, but I kind of appreciated what they were doing. <laughs> but then it was like, okay, that's so you're like, that sums up the entire show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it like was, I sort of appreciate what you're doing but not really because it was weird and not really like, done well <laughs> trying to call attention to a moment in a movement but then did not use the actual powers of writing to give any 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 justice yeah like they could have written him to jail and we all would have looked at it and gone nah that probably wouldn't have happened but we still could appreciate that they think it should happen do you know what I mean yeah or they could have even in a clever way, even if it, like they didn't do that, like they still could have like had the memories of each, you know, witness, so to speak, center around, like they could have still not shown him as an actor, like they could have been creative about that. And I get like, you know, why like as an actor, he didn't get like, you know, booted off the show. Um, but I don't know. It's just like it, they're not addressing even just the fact that it's like triggering to have him be such a central character after showing a scene like that. Yeah. And like trying to show him in pain and the relationship between him and Chloe is something that she feels very beholden to and all of that sort of stuff. Like, I don't know. It, it's I struggle with a lot of it, too, because so much of it seems like they should be in college. Yeah, like like the weird fucking hut that they have their all their parties at. Like what is up with that? That's on like supposedly on campus, but like sorta of by the woods, but on campus. Straight up on camp like why the what the I mean where that the like it was right off the football field or some shit like that. Yeah. Like where are the adults? And like I get it. Like I just <laughs> But seriously, like, I did a bunch of shit in high school that, like, I should not have done and that was not okay for me to do, and so did everybody I hung out with. But, but I mean, we would have gotten caught if we were doing shit like that. You know what I mean? It's like, I just, yeah. I don't know. And it was, and especially, like, it, it's, it appears to be a very, like, a high school in a very nice neighborhood, largely white neighborhood, Everybody lives in nice houses, drives nice cars, all have nice clothes on. One would think that, like, they might have a nighttime security guard. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. So it's like for those of you who are like trying to listen, even if maybe you haven't watched it, there's like a full on like shed, like maybe equipment shed right off of the football field, like maybe for, you know, football equipment, for example. But it's like the shed that's like sort of like hidden, but not at all, like <laughs> right off the football field. They next call it to the woods. Oh, the clubhouse. That's right. And like the kids, like, aka the dudes on the baseball team like have access to this clubhouse somehow uh, like above any like person administration on this at the school which is like weird I can't remember like who supposedly like gave them the key was it like was it the coach the baseball coach yeah I don't know I forget but probably it's like they're having all this like drinking and smoking in there and like supposedly just all kinds of you know gross roofing and pictures of girls and whatever so I'm just like that seems unreal like I know a lot of bullshit happened in my high school but like they didn't need like a weird clubhouse on school's property for like sketchy parties to happen you know what I mean it's like no one went to the school for that why and like what was the purpose of having that be on the school like the the me is like you end up at you you get to the end of this thing and they they portray like all of the adults as not knowing what the fuck they're doing and being useless to the teenagers none of them yes it's so weird it's like yeah it's like all the adults are like whoa and like the teenagers are all dealing with this like crazy amount of stuff that like no there's no way like most teenagers would have like all of these things going on yeah and At like, once. you know, being able to hide a fucking heroin addict in your room for three days before your mom notices yeah. it. What the Can we fuck? talk about like why we had to make him a heroin addict? Like what I don't the know. fuck was that? I mean, first of all, people don't detox in two days and just throw up twice. Like that's not what fucking detox looks like. <laughs> MRIs. Like they even fucked up detoxing from, I just, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, because I guess, I think what happened, honestly, is at the end of the first season that they didn't think they were going to make a second one. Well, why would they? It's, like, based off of a book, specifically. Like, there's nothing else to well, say. And everybody was, like, gone. Like, all of the loose ends had been tied up other than Bryce, which, like, at the end of the first season, I remember just being like, fuck, oh, my God. But it really struck me, and there were a lot of things I hated about it, but there were a lot of things, too, that it was like, wow, that, like, that was a really interesting thing to watch. And then it was almost like, because they got so much flack, everybody, they were like, well, we have to fix it. So yeah. we're gonna, so they had to resurrect all these characters that they had just sort of, like, I mean, Alex shot himself in the head, and they, like, I mean, was like presumed dead and they were like well fuck i guess he has to live because what are we all it did was change his hair colors like give him a cane oh yeah and he got a cane that's right that's very true yeah and like can we talk about the fact that clay becomes like the most unlikable character of all time like i just like hate him the whole time he sucks like an emo kind of a dork whatever and kind of emo in the first one but this one is like he's sucks like he's like a narc sucky suck in the first one it was like i found him so endearing because he was so it was this the way they love yeah and the way that they portrayed him being in love with her was so genuine and sweet and felt so like close to my own heart from high school time and i felt the same way especially with that freaking song okay wait i need to find that song the lord here on song 
Is that what it is? Wait, okay. We I know we can play like what fair use is like. I can play a few seconds of it, right? So like, like fifteen seconds or something. Yeah, it's it, the night we met. Yeah, it's the night we met. Okay, let me play it. Let me tell me if you can hear it. Okay. Is it playing right now? Because I can't hear it. You can't. No, isn't that weird? It does okay. that with computers. Oh, duh! Because I need to take the headphones out. Okay, let me just take them out for a second. And I'll play it and tell me if you hear it. Yeah. Ugh. I love this song. No. Okay, I probably can't play anymore, so I'm gonna put my headphones. Yeah, I loved that. Back in. I, it's I so really beautiful. I really loved it after the first, um, after the first, uh, season. And I, I totally downloaded it cause I really liked it. And I like, I actually, that I really, I started crying actually during that moment when they used that, that was a really device to use in. And, and it was a beautiful moment at the dance when they all, they should have ended this, they, they should have ended the series there. Oh my God, you're so right. Cause that was a beautiful moment. I cried during that too. I was like, yeah. that was nice. So at the end, the very end of all 13 episodes for those who have not seen it yet. Well, if you haven't seen it yet, stop listening to us. Like you need to either see it. Just don't watch it and then listen to us because we're better. Great. True. (laughs) Um, Play that song, which is a a, like very central song in the first season of like being at a high school dance with, with Clay and Hannah. And he like wants to ask her to dance and they do and blah, blah, blah. So then, it's like so like exactly what you envision for a high school dance like yeah. your every dream of like dancing with your crush it's like the perfect song for it it well, really is but it's also very sad and you don't I mean yeah. like some of the words are like I've had all of you most of you some and now none of you take yeah. me back to the night we met oh. and it's you know, <laughs> sad right like oh it's God, I'm gonna sad. cry right now that's so sad yeah it's it's very sad and it's it's like the what I would argue though is like that dance that they showed at the end of this one that was not a high school dance like I I have a real problem digesting a lot of these issues because it the way that they portray the kids in these school is in this school is being extremely privileged all of them like super rich all have nice cars have a dance that's like literally has like Swarovski crystals fucking hanging from the ceiling because they tried to outdo themselves from last season and you know and then they're like oh but look they have all these problems and it's like okay like okay sure sure a lot of those problems yes kids of like are not particular to any community or anything but but do you understand where do you know what i'm saying yeah yeah for sure and it's like they tried to like overcompensate for the fact that they made those decisions by like you know making tony is his name tony making tony like gay and like you know beat someone up and like you know all of the like potentially like controversial like things and then like they threw the heroin thing in it's like they tried to make people less privileged because what's his name is like a runaway and like Justin yeah all that stuff but it's like they don't do it very well and again they're not like addressing it because there's too many things going on so it's like 
yeah, it just seems like, you know, the OC with like a bunch, you know, a second oh Ryan or God, something. It fucking was the OC. It's the but OC. But I loved the OC and I didn't love no, this, but I was like, what? We were what? Like, Wait, I have another song for you if you loved the OC. Hold on. Can you guess what it is? Yeah, probably. Is it the the credit song? I haven't, I can't place it because I've heard it like a, I haven't heard it in a long time, but I bet that's what it is. I can't remember what, who sings it. I remember the like, like she's gotta be somebody's baby when like <laughs> like Fantagram did that whole album of like old stuff. Oh yeah, okay. That, all of those you'll songs. remember you'll remember this though from um from the OC. Okay, okay. hold on. <laughs> oh my god, it's so real. Same teenage The same teenage um, I loved that song. I love that song so much. But it, but that but it is. I mean it was so like let's just let's just go through really quick and fucking name all the issues that they tackle. Okay, yeah. Good call. So like substance abuse. Substance abuse. Um rape. Yes. Consent. Yes. Uh mm. like bullying and jock culture. Okay, for sure. Like bullying and jock culture. Uh, suicide continued, suicidal ideation, um, fucking school shootings. Oh God. Yeah. Eric called that one like so soon into the season. And I was like, I was stupidly tried to defend them. I was like, they would not be that obvious. Like he looks like that would be the typical person that they would pick to have a school shooting. Like it's not that stereotypical in real life. Like that's annoying. And then that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I, like, like two, I caught on late. Like I caught on like two episodes before it happened, but I, I uh, put a note. I had like a little note on my phone of all the stuff. And I put a note down that was like, did they t- make Tyler look like that? Like look like a school shooter on purpose. And then I was oh like, Oh my God, that's hilarious. Like, yeah. Oh, of course they did. Okay. School shooting. So that's definitely one um stupid ass parents can we (laughs) can we note that the like complete wall built up between like none of these kids except I will say Jessica I actually liked that like her parents were pretty involved and they like obviously knew about her assault and like were supportive and that's true she was the only one that had like real parents aside from Hannah apparently well yeah but Hannah's parents were only parents after she killed herself so that doesn't fucking count yeah that's true you know i mean her suicide just like made less sense after she was ghost hannah because i was like man like you just like make yourself seem like again like you're not you don't have like clinical depression like you don't have any severe mental illness and honestly like i don't know i mean everybody's truth is their truth but like it just it minimized her experience let's just say that it made it seem like normal high school i was like you sound like you know, it just makes it sound like you shouldn't have killed yourself. <laughs> yeah. so. it, it, it doesn't. And then really like it all came down to the fact that she was not believed one time by her school therapist is like what ultimately sealed the deal for her. 
that she was going to take her own life, or at least that's how they let it be seen, you know, and which again, like I refuse to believe that women aren't prepared to be, to not be believed anyway. You know what I mean? Like I refuse to believe that that's what would have done it, but I don't know. Again, everybody's truth is their their own truth. And that's right. Yeah. Who am I to, to give any kind of, you know, judgment on that, but it, was sort of, you know, I just, ugh. also like, is it really realistic or is this just kind of old school, like kind of teenage drama, like for the mom to be that like sort of afraid, but not afraid, but kind of still afraid of her, of Bryce, you know, it's just like, yeah. you know, like sort of like suspicious. And then like when she pretend confronts him, it's like, he like says some mean crazy bullshit. And then it's like, that's it. It's like, come on. Like, I'm sorry, but it seems like, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but because you have all the mama juju, but it seems like to me, I would be like, you are acting like a fucking lunatic and you're my kid. I would be doing like everything to be like, what the hell is happening? Not like, I mean, I know obviously I have a different family dynamic than their families, but. I actually like appreciated parts of of that. Like, first of all, I thought it was hilarious because she was like two feet taller than him. She could (laughs) have. That's true. He was short like hip like full size him over her knee and spanked him like she she's tall but the the what I did appreciate about that is that she was sort of or at least maybe I was doing this for the show because this is actually like a you know a more a deeper point than I think they were keeping fucking capable of but like it was like she was realizing that she was too late to do anything about this because she like already from the very beginning immediately was like I don't believe that he didn't do this <laughs> like I'm pretty sure yeah. that he did and and the father was sort of like well just shut up about that like he was like well like it had been like a long family dynamic yeah and and I mean of course it had like they at, at that point those parents kind of they they have no choice but to bail their son out because they either can admit to everyone in a seemingly small town um of which i'm sure everybody knows who the richest people in town are um that they failed as parents and were literally never around and were essentially like the enablers entirely for who this monster that he has fucking become or you know they either have to admit that they've done that or they have to cover up for him so in their own self-interest of course they cover up for him and so like yeah that's true that's true you make a good point but like but yeah I mean like and and that goes back to the like do we talk about how things really are or do we talk about how things should be yeah that's true I guess it is naive to suggest that that's not how things still really are just like to me felt outdated but you're probably right that it's because it's just that's how I feel it should be well and that whole situation feels outdated to to so many that like, you know, we, we wear like sweaters tied around our shoulders and play tennis and shit feels foreign or not foreign, but it feels like a movie. Like it feels, it feels manufactured. But yeah. I mean, if you had found yourself like thinking about this being in California, I was like, mm, it like read more like it should be like Massachusetts to me. Hmm. A little more East Coast. (laughs) It's sort of like old money 
East Coast kind of like that family was like an institution or at least that's how like they wanted it to seem right and I think I think like I think it's hard because that show really wanted to talk about like the real issues but then just didn't know who they were talking to well yeah and like again couldn't figure out which issue to focus on like I'm still I feel like we're still missing some for a second about the school shooting shit like what and I was and I was trying to like process this with Stu who, who did not watch it so he spent a lot of time being like I don't know what you're talking about and I was like just bear with me um <laughs> but like what did it serve to to send the kid out to resolve the shooting like you know like clay goes out to to like fix this shooting thing and they put tyler in the car and drive away while clay's still holding his gun and it's like what yeah all around none of this seemed like a really (laughs) solid yeah i just i just don't like did we want to save him yeah, I don't. You know, did did we want to save him in that way? Did we not think it a serious enough? Because what worries me is like, if you know that a school shooting is going to happen, like, you probably can't go outside and talk to that guy. It's probably too late. I know. I thought that was seemed really unrealistic too. It's like, <laughs> was that the one? effort they were making for this is how things should be because I don't think we should be encouraging kids to try to go talk other kids out of it it seems like it's not going to work and and like encouraging kids to listen like they had ample opportunity to have him express he was having feelings like that and and then have someone go well but we're your friends it's okay you don't have to feel like that and then like we all skip happily off ever after but again that's that's saying how things should be yeah and it's not how things really are, but how things really would have been is that Clay would have fucking gotten shot and that kid would have mowed down a bunch of people in the, you know, in, in the dance because he would have already made up his mind. Yeah, or, for sure. Again, there's no way to really fucking know that, but at least that's, that's what I think would, is way more likely than him like stopping to listen to one kid who, you know. Is a dick. <laughs> where the fuck were the teachers when he's getting sodomized with a goddamn broom? Oh my God, seriously, that was horrifying. Like, who's, who, who is allowing these little dicks to fucking run the whole, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So it was all just like, this is how the real world is. And it's like, you know what? It wouldn't have been at your little prep school. Sorry. Also, like, hilarious fact, when, you know, Justin was on heroin, yeah. he, um, they immediately cut to some shots of uh, Chinatown in Oakland. Yeah. Oh, did they really? Yes. I was like, oh, <laughs> heroin on the streets. <laughs> well, but, and that was really, that, that was really interesting too. Like it, it was it, the idea Come like on. dirty homeless stuff. That doesn't happen in our community. We have to go outside our community for that. But then, right. but then all this other stuff does. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't like that either. And I didn't really feel inspired by all of their testimonies once like that all kind of came to a head because again I was like I felt like I was spiraling at that point with everything that they put into it like like also all the additional relationships with Hannah like maybe that would have been more interesting 
if she weren't like walking around Casper style, but I was again, just like, oh my God, like, why are you throwing all of this stuff in? Like that just seemed, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't like that. No, I didn't like it either. And I didn't I feel- like it. And I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, like, not only did they do all of this stuff wrong in the first season, they then were like, so let's make the trial about, like, you decide whose fault was it that she killed her. So you didn't mean it. It was like, I, I don't even, I wish I could just, like, did Selena Gomez do this one too? Actually, uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I wish I could shake whoever wrote the script and be like, what are you trying to say? Oh, like, maybe she did. I don't know. Let's look. Like, what, what was the message? Because during the first one, even though they failed at it, I totally got what they, I picked up what they put down. I, like, was on board with, with what they wanted their message to be. It just was a shitty message. But this one had, there just was no message. Which one is it? All I see is a headline that says, Selena Gomez announces new song for 13 Reasons Why Season 2 soundtrack. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe she did it, or maybe she just did the music, who knows? Because last time she, like, produced it, didn't she? Yeah, I think she did write for it or something, yeah. I we- don't know. This shit was just a hot mess. Like, I can't even... I feel, and I I did feel like it made me feel very depressed as well. So it's like all of all things considered, like even like with just like all the shitty things about it, I feel like <laughs> it just has the potential to increase suicidal thoughts. Well, yeah, because it it still did the same thing. It still said like, you know, you and and it even like it 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 tried to put some positivity on what was happening but what ended up what it ended up doing was saying like you if if like hannah killing herself made people realize a bunch of different stuff and it set a bunch of things in motion and of course it had to as like a device on the show because like otherwise what else are you watching but like but that's still not what happened what would happen you know it's just really, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of horrible, like, pop culture news, did you hear about Kate Spade? Yes. Oh, my God. What? Yes. F. So this today is um, Kate Spade was, was found dead in her apartment um, from a uh, um, apparent suicide. They, of course, don't, don't know what, you know, what the true cause of death is or have not released it yet. Um, but she she hung herself with a red scarf in her house while her husband was home and wrote a note. While he was home, I didn't. Yeah, he was he was in the apartment. Yeah. Well, they must have a big apartment. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine they probably do. She's worth a zillion zillion dollars. She lives on Park Avenue, so. I know. I saw that part. I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, it makes um, sense. Well, totally. I'm sure that you know, like he was probably like in the office part, or you know what I mean, like because didn't Robin Williams kill himself when somebody when his wife was home too? I don't know. I guess I missed that part as well, but I know he hung himself. Yeah, I think he did while while his wife was home. Oh gosh. I feel like she had like knocked on the door several times and like talked to him, and he had, like said something to her, and then he like stopped answering or something. Wow. Well. But, ugh. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it was just really, but like, it. yeah, I mean, thinking about 
like in the aftermath of her of, of like her taking her own life like she's not there's not going to be positive change that results from it at all there is no pot like i i do not believe that there is positive change that comes out of someone taking their own life like people may you know get involved in a cause or something like that but the hurt is way too great to balance that out and so to try to say that you know, I mean, to try to say that, like, that, that Hannah's death would set positive things in motion was stupid. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's like, I mean, that might be how people, you know, deal with their grief, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more. I cannot believe that that happened to Kate Spade. That is some crazy, crazy shit. Also, like, you know, um and other things moving along since last time we got together um you know multiple um multiple um natural disasters have occurred (laughs) since we last recorded the most recent being on sunday with um one of the volcanoes in guatemala erupting and like getting all up in everybody's business so that sucks there's so much horrible shit going on right now I know. Oh my God. Um, what else? Um, the California primaries were today. Woo. So I turned in my ballot. I voted. It was exciting. Yay. I yeah, posted I voted some in pics the- on our page. Oh, did you? Yay. I voted in the Oregon primary a few weeks ago, but it was like, his, like super low turnout, which is a real bummer. Really? I, I mean, I guess that's kind of normal, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> primaries- very frustrating primaries in general and you know primaries especially for a um for a midterm yeah yeah i don't know I know. get out there people what the f i know i know there's like really interesting it's gonna it's gonna be really especially in california it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens at, out of the primary because there are so many democratic challengers there are there are so many and it's splitting the vote up like crazy. And there's a few, there's a few districts where like it is the top two the that receive the the top two amounts of votes, regardless of party, that will compete for for um for the seat. Yeah. So like you could end up with Democrat versus Democrat, which could very greatly like split the vote. Or you could end up with Republican versus Republican because too many, like a Democrat couldn't win the primary. I know. So like a lot of people are like, oh my God, like, you know, your vote super counts because you might just push other, you know, people in your own party off the ballot, depending yeah. on how you're voting. So yeah, it's definitely, and there really are a ton of people running for things. There was like over 20 people running for governor or something like that. Yeah. Even though of course everyone thinks Gavin Newsom will win. I don't know enough about the people in I mean, they're just as politician-y, you know, in most cases, in terms of who will win (laughs) as anybody, and just as establishment, which is why it'll be interesting, because if enough progressive voters vote for a progressive candidate, then it will at least show, um, you know, someone like Gavin Newsom, who's likely to win, like, where most of his voters, like, where most of his constituents, like, stand on things. Like, he'll have to do... Like, if there are enough votes, they'll have to do a progressive, somewhat progressive agenda, even if that wasn't, I mean, he's still a Democrat, but it's like, he's much more establishment and like rich white guy. Totally. 
you know, so it's, it will be interesting to see like, um, how a candidate like him, if he wins interprets like stuff like the primaries. So yeah, they make it really easy. I think they do in Oregon as well, right? Like in California, they make it really easy. They send us the ballot. (laughs) Yeah. And like a little pamphlet that's like, who here is everybody's little bio and Oh, we didn't get that. That's oh, I dope. I love that. It's super dope. And so, like, me and Steve <laughs> together and, and, like, read it out and vote. And it's really interesting because, like, we don't always vote for the same. I love to vote. You and Stu. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, like, super, like, he may pick a different person for, like, county commissioner or whatever. Like, it was yeah. really, and his ballot, it was really cool to see his ballot, too, because he's registered as an independent and I'm registered as a Democrat. So, he had different, um, some same and some different Oh, different choices. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of cool. It was cool to see like what the other ones did because you know I of course wouldn't have even I would have yeah, skipped cool. I'll see a little peek. Yeah. Huh. That is very interesting. I hope that um, there's lots of like good like voter guides and stuff up there. Like I had to do a little bit of digging, but luckily I feel like enough of my like female queens out there shared enough of their voter guide type resources that I felt pretty informed once it came to actually filling out the ballot, even though it took a long time because there were a zillion candidates and there were a bunch of, bunch of ballot measures, but it was fun. It was actually kind of fun, you know, doing like comparing all these different voter guides based on people and organizations you trust and, totally. you know, then having your boyfriend drop off your ballot for you. Hopefully he's not burning my ballot on the way to discount my vote. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Right. Like burning it like a draft card. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh my God. So is there anything else we want to say about stupid 13 reasons why? Like, I don't even know how to close it up. I'm like, go get out the vote. Let's leave it like the show. Nothing is resolved. Everything is horrible. There's probably going to be a season three. And no adults will ever understand you. And the only people that can solve problems in this world are 16-year-old hormonal idiots. Except they can't solve it either. No. Especially because they keep getting addicted to heroin and stuff like that. <laughs> Boom. Mic drop. Yep. Is that like the end of, the, of our episode too? Are we really leaving them? Are we leaving them hanging like true season two? I, yeah, I guess. Like I don't have anything. Like there's no way to like... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> There's no way to do anyway. Go oh, watch wait, season wait, two. <laughs> wait, we, we missed one part. Like I didn't whine what? enough. We didn't whine enough, like Clay. So let me figure out something to whine about real quick. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, oh my god, I missed you so much. Between I know I missed you too. Okay, cool. That's enough. Oh, and like super big shout out to you for like literally running everything, our social media our editing of everything, everything, because I got pregnant and pregnancy fucking sucks. So I just died for like four months. And more to come on that. (laughs) Yeah, more to come on that. But yeah, no, I I was just like super exhausted and super sick for a long time. So it was like, you just did all of the things. Well, girl, I'm glad that you're feeling better and I can't wait to meet your daughter. And this was so fun. I'm so sorry that the first thing that we absorbed and talked about and analyzed again together sucked ass but you know we'll get back in our rhythm it was was also fun still fun still fun oh 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 i um found the song that i really was gonna play for you for reels earlier not imogen heap so let's like end it off with that actually yeah okay okay yeah i knew it 
<laughs> I know, but I psyched you out with Imogen Heath. Ha! Okay, sorry. Okay, bye everybody. Bye everyone. <laughs> bye.